coming down the aisle at a combined weight of 545 pounds it is B hyphen handsome Bane the WrestleCast Power Welcome to the WrestleCast Power Hour. I am one of your tag team hosts, B Hyphen. But without further ado, as always, I like to toss it over to my tag team partner, the man from Detroit, mm. Handsome Bane. How are well, you tonight, sir? Thank you, my friend, uh, for such a warm welcome. Yeah, uh, I do what I can. So normally I come out here and I, I, I chastise the marks for being sweaty, filthy marks and, you know, being perverts and all that. And, you know, just being generally bad people, which you all are. And it's fine. <laughs> However, this week, I, I can count myself in your ranks. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. Bianca Belair, Montez Ford. Leak the sex tape already. Just do it. I'm sick of watching you two be all lovey-dovey and all all sexy and fine with all your rippling muscles and, you know what I'm saying? Both of you. Both of you. I'm sick of it. So just, I mean, however, it's got to get out there. Put it out there. I'm Just do it already, for Christ's sake. Just, 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 just do it. Okay, um, so we have one vote for uh, Bianca and Montez to drop the sex tape. Okay, only one. Uh, no, I'm there with you. Bro. All right, I got, I got your back. Don't I got your back. Me, I got. Be, I got your back. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even like. You know, I mean, okay, but I wouldn't even be. <laughs> a, I, I don't. I, at first, I, I don't think I would be aroused. I would just be astounded. Like, yo, look at all those lines. Like it those are be, two human High beings literally look at these two these are supposed to be human beings their 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 bedroom is mount olympus it's these are like, <laughs> what what okay i would i would forget to get wood at that point but yeah well, sure whatever 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 it's better it's better than you guys uh looking up pictures of alexa bliss's feet and, and that is how you start out the best wrestling podcast ever was the best podcast mm -hmm. or wrestling podcast ever will be, will be in the best podcast ever. I messed that whole up. I'm going to say again, that is how you start the best wrestling podcast. There is the best wrestling. <laughs> One more time. That is how you start the best wrestling podcast there ever was the best wrestling podcast ever will be in the best. Stuff. What did I miss? You are dicking it up. I am. Look, best there was the best there is, is. One more time with Brett in my face. That He's is how bowing his head in shame. The Christ best wrestling me. podcast there is. The best podcast there was. And the best wrestling podcast there ever will be. We're going there to you go. All right. I still jacked it up. Keep I'm all sorry, of that. Brett. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep, keep it all. All of that. You, you know me. I don't like to edit. I mean, you know, we're close personal friends, Brett and I. Oh um, no. And uh, you know, he called me on my birthday. He, he totally um, did. 
Tim, Tim um, saw a little little uh, snippet of it. Oh wait, Tim's here. We we got to introduce the guest. I'm trying to be silent until you introduce me. I don't you want to be like, hey, hey, here I am. You're probably one of the most polite, <laughs> the politest guests we've had because most people we were going on. Noise. We were rambling. I love I love how the episode with with me kicks off with uh, uh, a plea for the uh, most athletic sex tape of all time. That would be and, incredible. And then and then a a major disappointment to Bret Hart. Well, I mean that that's what the that's that's we <laughs> so cover all the range. the hit, man. baby. I let's know. go. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. In case you don't know who that is, that is my homie, no name Tim. Tim is a producer extraordinaire, and he has produced music for all kinds of great artists, including uh, Kofi. Is that his name? He yes, goes Kofi, by. Yeah. Yes. He's is he part of the OVO family officially, uh, he, or just kind of like he he's works. A, He's OVO affiliated, maybe. affiliated. He's friends. Okay. He's friends with the owls. We'll okay. He, yeah. he he knows a certain certified lover boy. Let's yes. let's say that. Um, and then he also just drops dope beats all the, all the time on his YouTube page and on his Beat Stars page. So go check him out. He has very fair prices, and he's just dope, man. And on top of all that, oh, and plug, he was on my podcast, Hyphen Nation, a few months ago. So go check mm, that out. True. Yeah. Um, he loves wrestling. And I, I told him on Hyphen Nation, we have to have you on the wrestling podcast. Don't listen to it until I get you on the wrestling podcast because I wanted it to be a full ride for him. So, Tim, how are you tonight, sir? I, I'm doing I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, back in Columbus, fresh off of a trip to Chicago in the greater Chicago area. Oh, man, um, what did you do in Chicago? Hey, what um, happened in Chicago? Oh, not a, not much, you know. Ate some good food, nice. um, you know. Hung out with the wife, Aww. you know. Did some just did some casual walking around. Um, ended up at a wrestling show out at Hoffman Estates. Oh man, that one um, was it. It wasn't. It wasn't all um, all out, was it? Uh, it was. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was all out. I was at all out last week. You suck. <laughs> How about that? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so I'm fresh back from that man. I'm just working on some things. Um, uh, I'm headed back out to Toronto in about a week. Oh, nice. With, work with Kofi, but beforehand, I've got to get um, get some new entrance themes done for some certain friends of mine before I head out there because they're going they're gonna, to they're gonna need them for a certain thing coming up in a certain promotion that they wrestle. Oh, wow. It wouldn't be like that, that NJPW that's on your sweatshirt. It might, might be. Might not. Oh, yeah. it, might, it, it might be for that tournament that they have coming up. It might not be. I'm just saying. You, you kind of produced the uh, G.O.D. entrance music too, didn't you? I, I you did what? Of, I kind of did do that. Um, yes, I did. Um, so yeah, um, I gotta, I gotta get some things, uh, some things done before I head to Toronto. But actually, one's done already, already approved at least by the talent. I don't know what New Japan has said or not said yet. They're usually they said uh, yes. They usually drag their feet on on the business end of things, but I mean, kind of expected. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, but but yeah. So so that's kind of what uh, what my world's looking like right now. Very. So cool, wait, man. which God theme is it? Because Firing Squad, the current one. Uh-huh, okay. Mm-hmm. It is a very good song to lift weights to. 
Why, thank you. I have been told that before. Yes. You've never lifted to your own beat? Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Firing squads on a playlist. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've been also been told by others uh, over the course of the past few years. You (laughs) and Bing can totally be clanging, clanging and banging in the gym while eating some chips. Yes, I get I get I'll get I'll get messages like this is my PR song. Like, yeah, yeah, on, no, for real on Twitter, you know, wherever they'll hit me up, like, yo, I had a new deadlift PR to it, and I like, whenever I'm going for PR, this so is thanks what I put to on. you, buddy. And I'm like, man, that's so dope to me. Like, that's just that's just the coolest. That's like, very you, cool. You got you guys are the coolest. Oh, love it. You're so love sweet. It. You're such a face. You're you're way more of a face <laughs> than I am. Oh, man, it's way, yeah. I, I, well, like. When I when I'm a guest on things, I, I'll play face, but like man, I'm 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 a heel at heart. We all know heels have more fun anyway. So. Absolutely. Cindy Lauper no said doubt. that in the original version of the song. Yeah, whatever it was that she said. Yeah. It was just heels just want to have fun. And they're like, Cindy, no one knows what a heel is. And she's like, Oh, okay, let's change it to girls. <laughs> you know, she it, and she would know around that time because that is that was definitely WrestleMania one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four, sir. Yeah, I was just listening to a podcast where they were talking about, I don't know, we have to get into this, but uh, it's called Punch Up the Jam, you know, so free plug to those guys because the podcast is really good. They take, You're welcome. They take any song. Well, they don't take any song. They, they take a song and they see if, like, they could punch it up a little bit in one way or another. So um, okay. I think Time After Time came up as one of the songs they were trying to, can we punch this up? And I feel like, I think at the end they were like, no, it is an unpunchable jam. So it's, it's kind <laughs> of perfect. It's, yeah. If, if the song is perfect, they can say, they say it's unpunchable. Yeah. I love don't, that. And then they don't remix it. So yeah. Punch up the jam since we have a music guy on the show. Okay, cool. Love that. So Tim, yes, how sir. did you get into the world of professional wrestling? Oh man. Um, I don't know. yeah right uh well it's kind of hard for me to to pinpoint like an exact like moment where it was like okay i'm into this now um because it was kind of a gradual thing like i remember you know i was i was born in 84 to date myself a little um so so you're amongst old heads it's okay so so er, so early 90s you know i was i was familiar with hogan i was familiar with million dollar man i was familiar with jake roberts i was familiar with flair i was familiar with all these guys but i wasn't really watching Mm -hmm. at that point gotcha yeah um the the first i want to say the first like memories i have of actually watching was probably wrestlemania 12 oh wow okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say i want to say that was like the first time i was like oh okay cool and then I would, I kind of started, it kind of started the me checking it out every once in a while, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but then whenever Hall and Nash jumped over to WCW, mm-hmm. that, that, was, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was when I was like more consistently like, yeah, okay, that was, a, that was a nexus point in this wrestling. Is, like, exactly. I was like, this is cool. Point. Like, this is different. I don't know. It was the intriguing part, right? It was like, cause back, like there was no, I couldn't hop on the internet, see what was going on. Like you didn't have time to dial up. You mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So like Mm -hmm. you see these two, you see these two guys that are over here. You don't really know what they're doing. You know, it's, and it it just kind of pulled me in. Like, cause I was, you want a war. Yeah. You want a war. I wanted to see what was going on. So I really started watching WCW more consistently than I did the WWF product at the time. 
Um, but it was at that time whenever, so Nitro started at eight, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they had that first that hour. first hour jump. Yeah. That I was just like all in watching that. Boom. And then, you know, nine o'clock comes around. I would switch over to USA or switch. whatever. I think it was on USA at the time. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was USA. I was, yeah. I would switch over and then I would, I would watch the opening segment of Raw. See which was, was always going, fire. Which always, always crazy. Uh, <laughs> I would see what was going on for the night. You know, Ron Billman's get... got a gun. Like, <laughs> you know, what? I was like, oh shit, can't miss this. Ron Billman, my killer guy. Um, so I would, I would, I would check out the the top segment of Raw, and then just kind of base my back and forth off of what was going on on any, mm. any given night, right? So that was kind of it was that way for a while. But then I remember after WrestleMania fourteen. Mm-hmm. when sean dropped the belt to austin yeah yep that was kind of the switch Another where point. i started to kind of lean more towards wwf and what they were doing okay um so that was i you know i was kind of slowly going to, doesn't mean i wasn't watching wcw as much it was still, still watching, very watchable i was still it was still very watchable at that moment i was still taping it yeah exactly right yeah. so it was it was still going back and forth, but I started leaning more towards uh, WWF at that at that point. Gotcha. So that's kind of my my how I gradually got into it. And then afterwards, there were you know there were ups and downs, times where I wasn't watching. Mm-hmm. You know, I can you know pinpoint a couple of those. You know, and then in but now for the past however many years it's been, you know, I've been I've been kind of back into it. So yeah, I don't know how it is like if you know because some people stop watching it and stay away and it's like i can never i don't know i I, he's never stopped watching he's been no i i did um (gasps) i want to say like 99 well when i got to college i was okay we all dropped off at college it was the same for me yeah girls (laughs) alcohol yeah i can't always watch wrestling and do i was ripping and running man like i didn't have time to see (laughs) i was like man yeah yeah, stone cold that's what's like hey man hey all right, I'll I, I check in with y'all later. Not check in with them later. Um, <laughs> I was fucking. Um, right? But, yeah, I don't know why. It's like, why does wrestling have to fall off because I'm sexually active now? But that's kind of what happened. Um, yeah. It's it, because it, it, we, we, like, once we start being sexually active, so to speak, especially in college and stuff, you're fresh out of high school. It's like, you don't want to be sexually active and then be like, you get a, get that call on Monday night. It'd be like nine o'clock, and you got you're tuned in. It's like, and it's like, hey, you want to come over? You'd be like, uh, can you wait till eleven, and I'll be over. You couldn't do that then. Now, now, if I was who I am today back then, then I would probably totally probably be like, I'm going to watch this wrestling real quick, and then I'll see what you're up to later. <laughs> I'm more comfortable in my skin now, but right. uh, 19, 20 year old Kellen is not going to. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be watching wrestling and let you hang out by yourself if he gets the invite. Okay. You you guys are crazy. I was fucking and still watching wrestling. It just got that to a point the, where bro, it got yeah. to a point where I didn't have cable at the crib and I couldn't tune in. I think and that's what I it was. Kind of like stopped watching for like a I period think of that, I think that is what happened. Um, <laughs> and then well, because uh, we had these guys down the hall and they would just have it on. It was one guy who just remained. He just he just held on to his childlike innocence for as long mm-hmm. as he could. And God bless he, that guy. he yeah. would get the, 
he was like the oddest fellow. And then you like met him. He was still, no, he was actually odder than you thought, but was like, <laughs> fuck it. I love him. I love this guy because yeah. he's, he's just comfortable enough in his skin to be this weird, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, so shout out to Mike body. You're never coming on the show, but I love you, dog. I love you. Oh, wow. Um, fucking weirdo, though. And and just, you know, it was just, I mean, I could go on and on about my body. But um, <laughs> suffice it to say, he was playing No Mercy. Ah, and the cops came to our door. Well, it was their room. The cops came to the door because they said, is there some kind of domestic... Uh, um, <laughs> domestic dispute going on up here because we got a call from the people uh either upstairs or downstairs that something is going on and my boy Seth thought about it for a minute he's like no we didn't and he thought about it he's like oh Mike was playing no mercy <laughs> so, <laughs> he, was, he was that kind of guy when he was playing no mercy mm. he said My, oh mike is playing no mercy and he makes a lot of noise right so that is precisely what happened love that Gotta i was just playing no mercy the other day like last week it holds it's, up so well it's such it's a crazy, perfect game right? it so was, much fun they they took all the stuff that we thought they couldn't improve on from like uh revenge mm-hmm. they're like yeah no we we can make it better than that. We got that. And yeah, they did. Yeah, no. we, can, we can step that up. I should have known about wrestling that I would be back, um, though, because one time I went into um, uh, my old buddy, his name's Steve Fortino. I went in there with a, another friend of mine named Jacob. We were in the room chilling, and he was playing uh, emulators. First time I'd seen computer, like uh, NES emulators and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's playing on computer. I'm like, yo, you're playing whatever you want on the computer. That's awesome. So I was, like, focused on that. But then over here, he had on raw and I peeked over there and I was like locked in and I was like, I was completely, (laughs) exactly. Come back, come back Mm -hmm. over here. You know, you want to. Yeah, man. It was 2002. So there was still some good stuff happening. It was impossible. It's, it's, it is impossible to watch pretty much any wrestling uh, promotion really. And not like pay attention to it until they go to commercial at least. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you you put on anything, like I love um NWA. And if it was like an NWA segment, I'm gonna watch it until the commercial comes on and you know, maybe I'll stay or maybe I'll leave, but I'm not going to. I've never been turned off by wrestling stuff. Even when it's bad, even though me as a mark knowing what good wrestling is, I still watch every every segment i start i have very rarely changed the channel on something you gotta see it through my boy yeah you want to see where it's katie vick katie vick is what i changed yeah (laughs) katie vick i changed the channel because i was like okay y'all like nah 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 this no no this is okay guys come on you are that that was the line understandable (laughs) that yeah yeah you're a man of morals despite being the heel it's fine i mean you know the thing about heels here here's a little thing behind the curtain y'all Thank good thing about thing about a good heel is that you gotta feel like you are the good guy. Every great heel has a point. Now, if I just come out here and I say I won't come out here, I'm gonna blow up the world, man. I'm gonna, I don't know, I'm gonna take over Earth. That ain't realistic, baby. Like, what are you gonna do? Then you still gotta govern everything. If you even if you take over the world, you think everybody's gonna crush under your heel? Hell no, man. You come over to America, man. We got two guns for every person, brother. We ain't going without a fight, brother. 
Like it's just it's annoying. You can have the best death ray in the game. One of us is gonna come at you. Like like a, a tornado. <laughs> made a, made out of uh, hands, feet, and guns. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a that's a visual, right? That's there. a hell of an analogy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, Bane was making all kinds of sense in that fucking movie, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bane had bars. Yeah, he did. Uh, the, the, no lie about that. So we got the intro. I can't wait anymore. Tim, how in the world did you? I mean, obviously you bought tickets. I assume. Yes. I'm going to assume you bought tickets just because it'll I make did. me feel better. <laughs> yes, I, I, I bought tickets. I was not. I was not gifted tickets to okay. this event. No. So unlike you, so you, unlike novelists who fucking because there's a big fucking uh, big shot he can just stroll up into Wrestle Kingdom on the free free, but okay whatever. Well, I mean that, that that's super nice. Shout out the nov man. Shout out to jerk. Nov. So you, you go to all out. Yeah. And people are saying on the internet. Have you heard of this thing called the internet, guys? Yes. People are Brand saying it is the best wrestling pay-per-view since wrestlemania 17 that's what people are saying they Tim, are Tim, your opinion on that and then would you like to share a little bit about all out with us or a no. lot of bit whatever you want yeah, we can we can we can dive deep um i i 100 agree with that opinion Damn. um and i mean i wasn't so i wasn't at wrestlemania Mm-hmm. 17 or wrestlemania x x7 x7 damn it, really it's x7, damn it. so x7. i wasn't there but but i was it all out and what i can tell you is that i it is hands down not even close i've been to a lot of sporting events concerts you know just overall you know similar type things uh wrestling shows pay-per-views house shows whatever mm-hmm I've it is hands down the greatest event experience I've ever been a part of it it was I mean I I you know I lost my shit in the garden whenever I heard the theme I did for G.O.D. live for the first Mm -hmm. time right like that that singular moment was incredible and that show top to bottom was incredible as well but it I this all-out pay-per-view was I wish I could have bottled up the energy in that arena so i could like show it to people and to fully explain what Mm -hmm. it was like like the video like i watched it um i watched the replay of it um the next day um and i'm like man yeah you can feel this energy but it's it's not not nearly the same you can watch the videos that people took in the crowd and it's just you feel it a little more, but it's just not the same. Every single match from beginning to end, top to bottom, every single person, I'm not talking the majority of the arena, every single person in that arena was invested in what was going on from from the wrestlers themselves to the wrestling going on to the storytelling, every match from beginning to end, there was no lull in energy it was just, I mean, Eddie, the pop Eddie Kingston got. Yeah. When Eddie came out, it was, I mean, if you go probably, probably Danielson, Cole, 
for and and you could kind of interchange them for different reasons i'll tell you in a second yeah but um you know suzuki got a huge pop too mm-hmm. when he showed oh, up I, sure. I i i i yeah. marked out hard for that i fully expected um brian and 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 cole to show up on the show like or i i expected them there soon enough you know one way yeah. or the other so when they came out i was like ah there we go and the fact that they were like so greedily giving them both of us i mean they were giving us both of them it was just like wow really like right like this is wow this is it, it, you know it's like a, a um a marvel after credits you know yeah. like it's like yeah. god damn like and that's kind of what it felt like right yeah Except so, real life. so before i jump into them going back to eddie yeah eddie's pop was crazy eddie eddie was so over in that building Eddie might have been the most over person on that roster that night. I'm Eddie, talking yeah. from beginning of the, from 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 him coming out for the entire match and even post match, you couldn't hear it on the replay. He was getting Eddie chanted at him for another minute as he was walking off, and they were showing video packages. It wow. was until he was gone, and yeah. they didn't do that for anybody else. It was it was unbelievable. So. But with going back to, to Cole and Danielson, so we all kind of – Danielson was kind of almost like a guarantee. We were mm-hmm. all looking at it that way. Even the guys I talked to in the arena, it's like, okay, he's going to be here. Cole was kind of the uncertainty, but a lot of people were still like, I think he's going to be there. So when Omega's doing his, his little post-match promo, and then he drops the – and then he drops the, you know, nobody can, anybody that can take this belt from me either isn't here, is retired, mm-hmm. or is already dead. You know, if you're, a, if you're a watcher of BTE, you know that's kind of a reference to Cole mm-hmm. getting killed off and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So lights go out. I'm thinking, holy shit, it's going to be Adam Cole. And then when Cole's name hit on the screens, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a collective like, oh shit it actually happened like right. we're getting like adam cole is here. we're getting this right now we knew we were getting this Ex- but we're getting nobody, this right now you kind of thought maybe but nobody was for sure so you got that oh shit pop like this mm-hmm. actually happened right he was just on tv i was, was getting ready to say like he was on, on there tuesday right he was just on nxt bro it seemed like a kind of like wishful thinking thing and when bro when he did that adam cole baby my i yelled it yeah. so i was so high i yelled it so loud my voice cracked yeah. <laughs> and it was just like boom right in your Fucking ears everywhere mark right oh, i marked out i marked out mark. i marked out hard and i'm not ash- i'm not ashamed to admit it so i was just you were just in it it was almost just like it was almost just like uh muscle memory like you just yeah there was no thinking about anything it was just like legit instant just body reacting to stuff at that point yeah Mm-hmm. So, so Cole comes out instant, you know, he'll turn joins elite. And then when you hear ride of the Valkyries at the start, it was everybody turns and it's, you knew you were getting, you almost, everybody knew you were getting it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that initial was like, Oh shit, everybody, you know, it was kind of loud, but when it showed Brian Danielson yeah. on the screen and he walked out right at that point, when I tell you, the building shook like mm-hmm. it, li- it was literally shaking the energy was so crazy because it could have very easily been a fake out 
You know what I mean? Like it could have been, it could have been like a you just you weren't you again, you thought you were getting him though, but it was just such a like, oh shit, he's here and it's arguably it's it's arguably the best bell to bell in ring performer of all time. Mm -hmm. And and here he is back to doing what he does best. And it was just this just release of of just total energy. And you you would think that like the coal pop would have been the one and like everybody, oh okay like oh he's here but we're all kind of spent from that no it, it just like it was just yeah. like this elevation of things it was insane how about when those drums dropped on on ride of the valley right that though? trap of the fight of the, that's Yo, it, i was like mm, mm. It, and, it, and i saw people like kind of like oh i don't know about this go to a show that shit that is place. hard <laughs> that shit it made th- it just brings Guys, extra you- energy to it it's like you don't like when you hear it live you'll be like even if you're if you're kind of uh iffy about it you hear it live you're gonna be like okay i get it now guys let's have this quick conversation guys that you don't really care about flight of the valkyries i assure you if the guy who made flight of the valkyries came out and was like that shit was lit (laughs) i don't know i don't know who did it i don't even know if they speak english came out came back from great just came up. Mm, I like that trap version of my sh- that that shit was lit. <laughs> and then they just died again. You whatever, dog. Like <laughs> it doesn't bother you. They just they just blacked it up a little bit. And I know that you guys are uncomfortable with change. Right. But the song. I'm, but I'm here to tell you, the song is fine. Shit right? slaps, <laughs> and it adds a whole other bit of energy in the arena. Mm-hmm. It is just it. You just got to experience it, man. But yeah, it was all out was incredible. And, you know, those are the main talking points that people have been kind of driving home in that. But top to bottom on the card, everybody delivered. Every match was was just a joy to watch. And Ruby Soho. Good for fucking good. Ruby, Ruby, man. I love, you know, that that was another one where everybody was just so excited. Everybody was just happy to see her. Mm -hmm. Right. And she was so happy to be there that it came through. You were like, man, shout out to this girl. Like, because that shit is so, so senseless. Like, it, right? Her, the, yeah. Like, the career that she had, was, it was just so senseless, bro. Like, it's like, okay, she's obvious. Whatever, whatever, dog. Whatever. Um, she should have been pushed to the moon, thoughts. and they just didn't do that. We are doing positive, positive thoughts. But I had to go ahead and get that out there. She, she's going to be, so much be blonde with big bazoombas. You gotta be Sable. I wish Sable. Bring I wish Sable, Sable was young. I wish Somebody she was young Sable. again. All right. Don't but, but yeah, shout out to Ruby. I mean, hell, CM Punk had his first match in over seven years. And it was good. By the way. It was, oh, it was good. It was good. It was Is it, it was his first fun. match though? Has he been wrestling on the he, independence under a mask? <laughs> He, you know he, did, he did a few times. He had to, have, I mean, if not, he had a lot of, he had a lot of training matches to kind of get that, shake that ring. He rust goes out there with all the tattoos. It just wasn't there. <laughs> the ring rust wasn't there. He, right. Him and, and he was in the ring with Darby who you knew Darby was going to bump crazy for him. Yes, he did. You, you know, and you knew he was just, he was in there with a smaller guy. Yeah. So he was able to kind of, it, it just, it made all the sense in the world for that to be his first match back. And the two of them just 
just killed it. It I was, it was trunks, fantastic. Man. I hope he goes back to the trunks. I know his legs probably ain't what he wants them to be, but he needs to put the trunks back on. I, I don't I, I don't mind the Brits. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't mind them as much because it initially was kind of jarring, right? Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, this is the this is the AEW CM Punk. Mm-hmm. This is the new CM Punk. This is and he might have be, been thinking that too. Maybe it cha- maybe it changes a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe he goes back. Maybe he doesn't. But um, for the time, my initial thoughts were kind of the same. Like, oh man, why isn't he? But you know, it's kind of if it he's shows also, evolution and we can kind of like market yeah. it as that, then I'm. Cool. Orton's he's been also wishing. almost fifty. Yeah, <laughs> he, right. he does not need to be wearing trunks. So maybe yeah. it's like I'm a grown man. Yeah, Orton also wishes that he. Uh, hadn't started out in trunks because now he's like pigeonholed into like wearing trunks and stuff he's like i'm not a body guy anymore randy (laughs) kills me though man because every time randy goes away for a little bit randy comes back he looks ripped like when he came back with his pirate look and stuff randy looked like right well there it is but then once he's been wrestling for a little while then that pudge starts coming back that burger that burger (laughs) because he's he's back off the juice to pass (laughs) the drug it's a cycle man it's always, so funny. I'll be forgetting about his trouble past. You're absolutely right. I'll look at, uh, you know, Randy, anytime he, he would come back, I'd look at my wife and be like, ah, he's been juicing again. She's like, oh, yeah, I can tell. And then slowly, like, oh, he looks he looks more normal now. Oh, right. yeah, it's because he's had to cycle back off. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but I'm just saying I've been around a lot of guys who've, 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 uh, who've partaken, in, and there are telltale signs. So, Wow. Well, yeah. well, man, I'm so jealous. Um, oh, and I just, yeah, just a quick uh, note about Punk. The interview immediately after where he puts everybody over. Everybody. Because um, he's CM Punk and he's dope. Take, guys, take note. You know, like, you, you, you want to put the entire locker room over. And then you bury him by saying you're better than all of them. You know, you talk about how great they are. And then, and then you use that as your catapult to talk about you, yourself. That's mm-hmm. another, you know, that's just what some would, some, some would do it in the business. Uh, you know, if you're, you work, you're, you're doing your heel work, you know, you want to go in there, you want to rake the eyes, you know, uh, you want to uh, go in there uh, in a suit, uh, Armani, preferably. Uh, and uh, you want to go in there, you want to talk about how everybody back there, all those men back there in that locker room, they, they, they're good guys. They're good men. But you're better than all of them. Beautiful. Beautifully there said. You go. I have one last question about AEW before we jump into the gauntlet here, Tim. Sure. A lot of people, especially people who've been day one AEW fans, they're like, oh, why are they bringing in all these WWE guys? They're mad about Miro. They're mad about Punk. They're mad about Cole. They're mad about Brian. Like, and it's just a constant cycle. Anytime they sign anybody, they're mad about Ruby. They're like, what about all the new, the younger guys who aren't going to get a chance now? And blah, blah, blah. Like, I, obviously, I'm not, I, I don't come from that school of thinking. What is your opinion on AEW hiring former wrestlers from WWE as they pass through their gates and become available? It, I don't understand why people have the issue with it. You know, it's, it's like, you're, so you're saying someone can't go work and make a living anywhere else, you know, like, I don't, I don't get that. You're saying 
that the the brand that you're so loyal to doesn't go out and sign talent from other promotions which they do right um which because there's nothing wrong with it now granted now rumors are saying that that's not their thing and they're going to build their athletes quote unquote from the ground up okay that's fine but i mean you're okay you're saying adam cole's an xw adam cole's a former three-time ring of honor champion who worked in wwe for four years Last mm-hmm. time I checked, he's been wrestling for a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. So to say he's an ex-WWE guy is is bullshit. You look at a guy like Punk. Yes, Punk was very successful in WWE and became more of a household name. Punk is just as much a Ring of Honor guy as any of those other guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, Dan- in Danielson, another guy you mentioned. Yes, big in WWE, but Brian Danielson is arguably the best independent wrestler Mm-hmm. ever 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 period so you can't just say all oh, because they worked here for four five six seven eight ten years that they're only ours and that they all came from somewhere before mm-hmm. and they all have the right to go somewhere after whether it's new japan aew ring of honor nwa anything like that um i i i get why you have a like I almost get why you have a take issue they, with it. People grew up in a wrestling monopoly, though, so a lot exactly. of people don't know how, how the how the business was and how it operated. You be in one territory, you go over here, and because Vince has wrecked that. Like not only nowadays or like you know recently the past few years, but I mean that was kind of that was his mo. He came in, he bought out a bunch of guys in territories. He took yep. talent from all the other territories and centralized it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where I was getting to where I understand why you mentally go there mm-hmm. with these guys. You think that they are yours and yours only. And but you don't understand the great broader, you know, world of professional right. wrestling. And and so it's you can't fault some some of them do know better. And it's just, you know, being that way to be that way on the Internet. Mm-hmm. But but at the end of the day, like, and I don't think any other AEW fan sees it that way. They're just like, oh yeah, we want we want to see great professional wrestling. So here we are. You know, Danielson cut a, Danielson cut a great promo um, after All Out ended to the crowd. Where yeah, he was I like, saw that. You know, the three reasons I'm here, you know, or you know, one, you know, I'm a professional wrestler and I want to wrestle. You know, like yeah. so I'm here. You know, and two, the fans. You know, and 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 all these things where you're like okay like if you want to wrestle come here you know be yeah. here we'll, we'll, we'll welcome you it doesn't matter what promotion you came from aw is the new death row <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love that tie-in um but yeah so i don't i mean i it, i think it's ridiculous um to answer your your question hyphen i think it's insane to for the for people to think that way but i do understand so, why people do i think people are just so afraid of because they've seen these wrestlers fail because of those of what they were given at WWE. I think people are just so afraid that they're going to go to a different company and it's going to be more of the same and that they won't be used properly. And then people who were there before who were getting TV time and get more opportunity who are getting pushed back because these other wrestlers are coming in, they, they won't get a chance to shine. I can see that part of it, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like signing the best free agents. Like you have to do it if you have the salary cap. And that's part of the the kind of toxic thing that WWE has done, right? It's like, okay, we're going to bury these guys for these guys, and you can't really trust the process, and you can't trust the long-term storytelling. Mm-hmm. But in their short 
uh, history so far, AEW has done nothing but see stories through, pay them off in the end, and and reward their fans. I don't think you're not gonna you're not gonna see Darby Allen all of a sudden fall off the card. You're not gonna see MJF fall off. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna Absolutely see not. Kenny Omega or the Bucks or anybody else just disappear and get pushed aside for this for some talent that came in later from another company. You're just not going to see it. And you've got these guys. The first thing that guys like Punk and Danielson are doing is putting over that younger talent, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in promos or in, in matches in, in Punk's case, you know, they're going to, that's, that's kind of what they're there for because they see a lot of themselves in these guys and they want them to succeed just as much as they want to succeed because when they all succeed, then the company's going to succeed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Punk even said, uh, I saw his, uh, interview on ESPN they're asking him why did he go to AEW and he's like uh, one of the reasons I went is because everything happened with Brody last year he was yeah. sick for months nobody said shit like nobody said a word and nope. they just let let Brody kind of have his last days in privacy and everything mm-hmm. and um he's like that was really impressive because any other locker room it's going to get out and Especially- to pull that off in this day and age mm-hmm. just shows how how tight-knit and now how you gotta much be everybody yeah. cares about each other something special to have so i so I, I disagree with anybody who's on the internet so anybody who's getting on the facebook groups and is like Full you stop. know what you know stop what just, just stop man just let it let them do what they're going to do and just enjoy the ride man like you, nobody you, cares about your opinion that they sign so-and-so person and i'm not saying that uh cole and brian are punk or so-and-so person but no one cares that that wrestler who you like from AEW dark is not going to be on dynamite anytime soon because they they have bigger talent they'll get there you just gotta let them get work, there man yeah AEW fans don't mind it. it it's fans from the other promotion who try and are trying to but it's like hey if if you don't if you don't want to watch it or if you don't like it shut the fuck up and just right. don't watch it just watch yeah. your part wrestling is subjective just like music like you know i get that there's people that like the wwe product I personally don't at this moment. They turned me off uh, over the past year and a half year. I, I just don't tune in. AEW gives me what I found and used to go to New Japan for, which I still do. Mm. Um, but they give it to me in more of the in, in North America. Right. Yeah. So it's like I get my wrestling fix from those two promotions. I don't I don't need that over there. Maybe you do. Maybe that's what you're into. And that's fine. There's no wrong answers in this. You can like what you like, just like what you like and don't hate on something else because you either don't want to like it or don't want it to succeed because it's not your favorite. Because yeah, it, it's, it's and so that's childish. the bottom line, Ross. Yeah, that that's so. Well, Super Nintendo is better. Sega is better. <laughs> like, Sega what grade are you? Better. What like, grade are you guys in? What it's the same Sonic. argument. You're right. Welcome what to the next level, buddy. Bro. Sonic Blue Blur but, team blast, team blast processing. We've got blast <laughs> processing. What is oh, that? Oh yeah, we have Final Fantasy VII, huh? What is what is Blast Final Fantasy III? My bad. Child, <laughs> they don't know. They don't even know what Blast Processing yeah. does. They Jeez. just know it sounds cool. Yeah, sound so, ship. <laughs> let, let's do an abbreviated gauntlet here, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up to throw Tim the first question whenever you're ready to. Oh, pitch it. Ooh, oh, okay. thank you. Right. Okay. Um. Ooh. Um, kind of, I mean, we kind of just talked about 
on one of these. But I guess, yeah, let's start with uh, who, and we're talking in all of wrestling history. Okay. Had the best debut any company. Oh, best. Again, best is subjective. (laughs) So I'll give you my favorite. Exactly however you feel. Uh, my favorite debut was when Jericho showed up on Raw for the first time. It's mm, a good one. That classic. I, as a as a as a WCW Jericho fan, mm-hmm. I when he when he came out, I'll I'll I've rewatched that that debut probably more than any other wrestling moment ever, probably. Um, and just the fact that they had him go toe to toe with Rocky right out the gate. Yeah, and the pop and just the energy—it was—it was unbelievable. So I'll go with that one because it also it could have been a burial as well. Like the could rock was coming out of him with all with both barrels, and it was just mm-hmm. like, you know, rock was being could... rock in that in yeah. that promo. He wasn't yeah. like, okay, I gotta let him get his stuff in yeah, and let nah. him be. like, nah, man, he let him ha- he let him have it, and Jericho just went along with he it. He just held his thing. own. Yeah, he just stood so, his ground with us. So I'll go Look Jericho debuting on Raw. All right. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad, take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Cat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. Hyphen, what you got? Best day um, you. You actually took my answer, Tim, because that, that Jericho <laughs> promo, it, it, it was pretty pitch perfect, man. And especially with the with the vignettes of the the timer the, the timer and nobody knew what it was and they kept showing it for weeks and give weeks me the weeks. dumbest sound you can find and put it on the y2j and Count, countdown zero and it that screen opened up and it said jericho i was like you tim i, I love the cruiserweights it was some of my favorite wrestlers from wcw like eddie um dean jericho yep. um mysterio jr then um <laughs> I, I i loved all those guys so to see jericho be the one to really come across first and like yo they're really treating him like a big name and that again that promo with rock was just fire yeah so that that's my answer as well yeah um i'm gonna go with the guy who gave us uh guy who gave us two Ooh. and uh two different companies in the in the 90s uh Razor Ramon just on superstars after having seen all the vignettes of him, like at the Cuban restaurants and yeah, uh, just chilling, you know, and uh, the, the one where he's sitting at the restaurant and the guy asks him to, uh, to pay the bill and he like, what? Like he like freaked out. He's like, oh, you want me to pay the bill? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, how about I, how about I help you out here? How about I clear the table? And he like, throws all the shit off the table he just throws a tantrum because the dude brings him a bill it's like yes you all right but then when he shows up when he shows up he's razor ramon he's got bro like he was huge i had no idea 
monster. That when he came out there, he was gonna be so monstrous. And and the ladies were reacting because it's just like anytime a dude comes out and he's especially like when they're a heel and you see women like react, it's always hilarious because they just be like, oh, the thirst, like it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> stop, you know, like so so his debut and then of course seeing the race for me seeing the razor's edge for the first time it was just like dog who is this guy like and this was just on saturday morning superstars you know like where you made you know where you made your debut back in the day back in the day once you went up to new york you know they probably put you on a a superstar or something or uh maybe even a wrestling challenge but more than likely he's going to be on saturday morning um and then of course as scott hall WCW, we talked about it before. You want a war? Like, I was just like, dog, with that, wait, what? You know, because I was a mark and and I had the dirt sheets to be like, hey, Scott Hall's probably gonna make his way to WCW pretty soon. I was like, huh, how about that? Okay. And then he comes out there and I was like, holy shit, but he works for Vince still. Oh, right. this is sick, bro. Right, yeah, and you're like, oh, it's it's like him, the guy. He's using right. his name, and like he's just wearing denim. This is like <laughs> he's what? just wearing he's just, denim. He's just gonna. He's just here to fight everybody. So much that, denim. Like, that, that that was that feeling. Right? Every time, like we're supposed to believe, oh, it's a street fight, and Shawn Michaels show up in them tight ass Wranglers. But oh shit, he about to scrap. Oh, it ain't no rules in this match. Shawn Michaels came out here with the Cowboys on. Yeah, man. That's like when Punk and Jericho had their street fight like years ago, like it was 20, 2012. I mean, Punk came out and he had on like the misfit shirt and the torn jeans and stuff. And they had like kendo stick. I'm like, come, come on, Punk. <laughs> come on, dude. You're going to have a Noles Bard match. That means you're both going to be wearing jeans. Regular clothes for both of you. Regular clothes. And if it's whatever you wear to the grocery sweat. store, right? Where's that same oh, sweat, yeah. sweatsuit? Yeah, weak ass sweatsuit with a do rag. Sweatsuit, like, yeah, I got a match. Hold on, uh, oh, I love it. I'm about to beat your ass. Right. <laughs> You're going to join the Kiss My Ass Club. Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, let's go with. What chant would you like to start at a live show? Nice. And it can be one you've already started since you were just at a live show. So. Oh, man. Uh, uh, what chant would I want? Oh, uh, it was uh, it, uh, it all out. It was fuck him up, Eddie. Fuck him up. Mm. <laughs> you started that one? I, I was I was in the in the in beginnings of that. Yeah. I, even at the beginning of the match, right when the bell rang, it was an early I, adapter. I, yeah. I yelled out, "Fuck him up, Eddie!" Like so. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then that that I think that that hit, that chain happened multiple times in that match. We we um. So yeah. So I'll I'll go with that. Okay. Handsome one. Uh, chant. I will. Oh, I have one specifically. I have to do this. Um. So the New Day podcast. Mm-hmm. If you listen to it, I mean, sure. I guess. Can help a brother out. They can can listen to New Day. That's two plugs today, man. You're in a good mood. Woo! Yeah, uh, I'm being very magnanimous right now, but um, I I say all that to say that Big E has, um, like in the beginning of every most episodes, he has a diatribe about how he used to be Big E Langston, mm-hmm. and that um, you know, his name was stolen from him, and his his <laughs> history was erased, and all that. He goes on this whole thing where it's just like you're not lying, um. 
but he says like his dream is to like get his he, he said he was like is willing to trade in the money in the bank to get his last name back and he's <laughs> like but he was like it was a strong name and <laughs> men would salute and their hands would be so straight it the fingers would bend at a 90 degree angle because they were so they had so much respect for the power in that name and um i would like to start a langston chant like i love he, that I nice. would love to start, I, and, and it's a whole thing where you say you pound every on on the every syllable, so it's Langston, and then on the the break, you salute with your hands so straight, and then you go back to Langston, mm. Langston. <laughs> so I would really like to get that started. Oh wow! And that, then that, and then we'll have incredible. to yeah we'll have to um you know crowdsource getting that name back. Shout out to shout out to Big E Langston, man! It's a fucking monster for, back there. And for being shout out to Big E just for being an incredible human being. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like, why he's in the Hall of Fame. On. Yes, he, well he's deserved. So good. Um, my my answer is um, it's going to be for my my favorite wrestler that is in in WWE right now. And it would it would be for Becky Lynch, and I just want to get I just want to get that big Tom Beck's uh, chant going, man. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling right now, because she hasn't really had a real match. So I would love to be there, but like big Tom Beck, big Tom, just kind of you know, even though she's healing up, I think that would be kind of cool. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I mean, big Tom Beck's is. I think it's better than the man because you know, then what does that leave for me? <laughs> if you're the man, how I'm gonna be? Well, why don't you wrestler? Why don't you wrestler? What am I? Yeah. What's that gonna make me when I'm thinking about you in my silent moments? <laughs> I'm thinking about a man again, bro. <laughs> Fuck you, Seth. <laughs> He's never coming on this show. Damn it! Damn it! Yeah, he did kind of seed your girl up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing up. like that day that I heard the rumor that uh, Cena was messing with Carmella that one time, though. I was not happy about that. Yuck. I was cussing. <laughs> oh, yuck to both of that. Well, Cena just got it was getting everything he wanted at the time. I was like, oh, why is yeah. he getting Carmella? That's messed up. And yeah, then it turned out to be Corey. Eh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She Corey. had her little heel run a few years Gross. ago. I enjoyed it. I don't really care that much about her now. Yeah, um, yeah no. I was more upset um, at how uh, Mickey James, the the uh, the mess that got started up behind Mickey James and how mm. they did her. That's, that's yeah, crazy. they did her dirty. That was bad. Grimy. Again, you know, because again, yeah, you know, it's like I would never go back if I was Mickey James, bro. Never. <laughs> the thing is, Fuck though, off, I feel like man. I feel like she totally will be in a WWE she would, ring again. She would, yeah. I think she'll be back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's all wishful thinking aside. Um, oh, here's one we never asked. Okay. What is your favorite spooky gimmick? Ooh. Favorite spooky gimmick. Um, yeah. Ah, favorite spooky. Okay, let, let me think of spooky gimmicks. I mean, I feel so Undertaker's default answer, right? Like, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the basic answer. So we ain't, we're yeah. not kind of the basic. We are not the basic batches. We are not I mean, basic batches. So we're gonna find other spooky gimmicks to talk about. <laughs> Actually, I should put other than the Undertaker. What is your favorite spooky gimmick? That's what the question should be. 
Oh yeah, there, there, we, there go. we go. There's the question. Yeah, you know your A's. You know, yeah, go ahead. You know, we're workshopping um, here. Punch that one up. We're workshopping everything. Um, favorites because I'm never, honestly, I've never really been into like like the spooky, spooky, like the spooky. I don't stuff. know. Like that's kind of not really my thing. Like although you know, boogeyman when you're a kid would scare the shit out of you with those worms. <laughs> my little brother like, fucking loved boogeyman for some shit. reason. But like yeah, like, I'm like this. I'm like why? this motherfucker's fucking like it, it was like that was less spooky to me and more like this motherfucker's crazy. This like, motherfucker right. is, is playing Fear Factor right now. He's <laughs> like just 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 because he wants to. Like, he's just okay. walking around saying out. Oh, oh we're Fear Factor, nigga. What up? Like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. I put. Um, I love worms. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, like when, 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 when the fiends like to be, you know, kind of more current. When the fiends started getting too spooky, I was just like, eh, no. Um, like it was cool and different at first. So, I, like, mm-hmm. spooky's not really my thing. So, I guess my my favorite would be Boogeyman for for that answer. Yeah. Um, I guess I got to go with that because anything that like anything that like. Um, that Prince Devitt did in New Japan wasn't really spooky when he came out. It was just kind of more, you know, when he did the body paint, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. you know, coming out of coffins and stuff. That really wasn't spooky. It was just kind of more like for that moment, what it what it was. So, was like, oh I, shit, you doing? Uh, I think the uh, you did the the Jack the Ripper. Yeah, the Jack. I was the like, Ripper holy one. shit! I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> This is I'm, problematic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't spooky to me. I'm like, this is kind of, you know, this is something else. So, um, so yeah, I'll go, I'll go boogeyman. Okay. That that was yeah. gonna be my answer. because I I honestly just never Dude. I was totally grossed out by boogeyman, but at the same time, I can't think of anything that disturbed me on that kind of level other than boogeyman. So um boogeyman was gonna be my answer too, because he freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> and I was old and I still didn't like him, man. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. I don't get what y'all say. Oh, <laughs> um, um, mine, other than take, almost, almost a little more than Taker because this shit was getting results. Papa Shango. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and shout out to Charles Wright. Shout um, out to Charles know, Wright, man. Big shout out. Who, uh, you know, does the, our uh, promo. Rasslecast Hall of Fame. I mean, the Rasslecast promo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Charles Wright, and, and and I mean, if you're facing the Godfather, <laughs> and he's offering you a night out with his sex workers, all you know, all human that trafficking, all human trafficking aside, mm-hmm. uh, why do you decide? No, I mean, even if, it, especially if it's not for a title, who doesn't take that? Like, what idiot virgin doesn't take that? Like, <laughs> Somebody who's there to fight. Just fuck off. Oh, come on, man. You can <laughs> fight another day. You can fight in the nights he come, come back to that. Like, and it'd be the go. baddest dude, like somebody it's... who's always beaten. And then they like they look at the girls like, all right, let's go. I used to love when they went with the girls because he did. I, I used to love when they would pick the girls because godfather never like betrayed them after that <laughs> he was a man right. of his word nah he was like cool let's go <laughs> let's go let's Yo, go for one so I'm like the godfather's the coolest like he's what an easy night too man Unless he's he almost work, a like, pacifist a match you know what I'm saying? Right? yeah <laughs> godfather was almost a pacifist all right, right? charles once you go out there and offer him the hose and tonight he's gonna take him 
Like oh sweet oh nice oh I don't I don't hell I yeah okay. I don't gotta get physical that's just cool. dope I'm still getting paid uh, I'm still right. getting let's, paid when I was go yeah. that's just amazing dog yeah that's one of the greatest gimmicks so yeah best spooky gimmick oh. the Godfather <laughs> you know what if you're looking at well, it no, from the sex uh, workers perspective it could be sex. it's horrifying yeah but um yeah no just the uh well I mean well Papa Sean go fucking great. Um, fantastic yeah yeah you know uh making warrior throw up and the black goo coming from his house like oh man they made me believe in oh no wait witchcraft is real <laughs> it's like, yeah. it voodoo voodoo is real and you're like all right bro <laughs> like yeah man that shit was dope and the fucking going into a trance and looking at the fucking skull on the oh man smoking skull too that this is amazing, one. bro. That's a yeah. that's a great answer. Fucking Papa Sean, bro. Shout out, shout out to Papa, man. Good, good he stuff. Beat your ass too. <laughs> yeah, you <he> would. <laughs> it's like why why are you using voodoo to enhance your chances, bro? Like you, you're tough. You're you're tough, <laughs> scary man. He's a tough fan. son of a bitch. That's good shit. And he's scary. <laughs> Boom. That bass would hit so hard. Oh, that <laughs> shit was funky. Was funky. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, God it was. Damn, this is funky. Like, <laughs> Play that Godfather music. I'm about to leave for tonight. <laughs> it's like he got a right. Got a get in the car. That's shag carpeting in your uh, deuce and a quarter. <laughs> that's boogie nights all the music. way, man. Yeah. That's that's disco mirror. Uh, um, rear uh, rear view mirror disco ball. Yes. Yep. Hundred percent. That's incredible. Right? Yeah. Um. For anybody who's uh, since we have a music guy on the show, here's a quick music lesson. Um. All bass guitar riffs are just a series of beat, baints, and barrels. If you can master your arrangement of beat, bait, and barrels. You got it. it. You nailed it. You nailed, you nailed it the bass. You can make a living as a bassist. There it is. Beep, 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 bam. Like, <laughs> you, you put that shit right where it's supposed to go. That's just dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, was, was right. Fire, we we were about to end up doing a musical episode now. Let's I mean, we've on. done music episodes, but like, yeah, we didn't get a chance to like really fool around with it. We were all business right. on that one. Yeah, we were very businesslike. So Tim. Yes. Now we are going to go into the Rasslecast Power Hour Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Ooh. Where okay. you get to choose one wrestler. One. Go into our sacred Hall of Fame. Hang now on. there is a Rotten Piss Hall of Fame as well for shitty people. Wow. Well, I don't I didn't think we needed to call upon that right now. I just want to I just want to tell them like give yeah, me options, I guess. I'm, well, well, I just want to tell them that, that New yeah, Jackson well, there well, there's a, there's, trash. there's a Hall of Shame and the Hall of Shame once one passes on um they're eligible for the rest and piss yeah. uh, wing of the Hall of Shame. And but that's only New that's Jack. a very sad <laughs> corner in pro wrestling which we don't like to visit very much on this show. We yeah, like to talk about. This will make sure we let people know. To the top. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're here to talk about the cream of the crop. So, yes. so when Tim, you are ready, yes, let so us I, have it. So um, I've got two in mind. Mm. And, and 
both are gentlemen who we have mentioned on this episode oddly enough so it kind of it kind of works out that way um and i was leaning one way and i was almost certain i was going to go with it Mm -hmm. but now that that we've come to the moment i think i have to put uh this certain individual in because um he is the creator of a certain club that i am affiliated with and is the OG OG. OG so OG. I, I would like to nominate into the Hall of Fame one Prince Devitt. Let's go. Let's so go. So shall it be. I love that. Gotta get gotta give it to him. You know, um, you know, I uh, it's just I feel like I gotta give him his due. I don't know if if many others uh other guests will um so i would like to i would like to give it i would like to give him his induction and give him his flowers for for all the work he did in new japan and in 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 kind of changing the game uh before before a lot of my heart man yeah so so. anybody who anybody who wants to get that full story if you you know again like we get wrestling fans of all um variations and walks, walks of life and you you have different hopping on points and maybe you've seen prince devitt only as finn balor and you've got some pretty good wrestling i'll tell you that mm-hmm. you can't yes. deny that at all but if you miss prince devitt okay you can obviously go back and check it out um but if you just want like kind of like an overview of um, a really good overview on youtube again i i, I shout out wrestling bios a lot um, oh yeah they're really great which is fucking great he's really great honestly. he's super yeah. good man but another i don't know i don't know what it is uh, if the if it's just like these irish guys and the, um just are like super good like uh, the way they they like their reviews on things i don't know i've just been finding like irish and scottish people on youtube everybody that i like check out um i'm going to talk about eyepatch wolf um eyepatch wolf has a thing where he talks about um he gives you a full rundown it's so fucking good like he's really good with his reviews and his recommendations as well um so he does he does like a series on bullet club like from beginning to you know pretty much present um but the one that he does where he gets into the prince devitt chapter of it all it's incredible and then um you know he, he he talks about uh kenny and ibushi was that that might have been that might have been his pro wrestling is fascinating um video one way or the other he talks about golden lovers and stuff like that and it's just like i mean i'll be honest i wasn't like up to snuff on a lot of that but it'll catch you right up it'll catch you up and you'll be like man this is fucking great like the whole (laughs) the golden lover stuff man just the selling and the um you know when he they show the match where he hops up on the the ring apron to get involved in the match with AJ. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, but it buys AJ enough time to. Like, oh my god, yeah. the storytelling. The storytelling is incredible, but yeah, but yeah. Anybody, anybody curious about about Prince Devitt, you can you can do some digging, do some Google searches, mm-hmm. YouTube searches, learn Lucas about you know too. Bullet Club, and a lot of people are uh, a lot of people now. I think are familiar with Bullet Club, but they aren't really. Um, up to up to the history on, of on it, the though, history yeah. and the in the creation and how 
you know how Devitt and Fale, shout out to my boy Fale. I love hey. Fale. He's one of my favorite <laughs> Fale is one of my favorite human beings on this planet. I love I love that man. Um it, but those two and their dynamic and then you know Carl and Tama and 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 Doc eventually and then branching out and getting big and becoming the kind of cult cultural you know moment that they were with the t-shirts and with everything else and how mm-hmm. it just kind of continued to build upon it still one of my but, favorite shirts i own oh 100 um but yeah go 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 do some some bullet club history watch some old devit matches um and you have be... to shoot me a link for that bane because i, I want to check that out no oh, yeah for sure i'll just shoot you yeah i'll, I'll send you um just this guy because he he's he's pretty good with all of his stuff though yeah when he gets in depth about bullet club and uh, especially like the, the early Prince David and Fale days, mm-hmm. where he's fucking walking around with them on his shoulders. shoulders. Dog. I was like, bro, <laughs> that's all, he's like fucking gloating from the top, talking about some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. It was, that oh, was man, a glory so day. great, so great. So, um, um, there was something else that I wanted to ask you, Tim. Okay. Uh, you had mentioned it on the podcast a little bit. Um, no, hold on, brother. Uh, but yeah, you thought you were going to get away. You thought you were going to get away with this, man. Oh, uh-uh, brother. Let's bring in the real champ, man. <laughs> See, I got creative control now, brother. When did you get creative control? Yeah, you know, man, I'm a slick bastard, man. <laughs> uh, now, everybody's uh, gushing over. The, now, hold on. Shut up. Motherfucker, uh, it's my time, man. It's my time. I told you, man, I was not happy last week when my, well, a no, white woman was supposed to vote me in, man. I was a shoe in, brother. Obviously. I was a shoe in, brother. Uh huh. And she stabbed me in the back, man. As you deserved. Like everybody does me, man. Fucking tugboat turned on me, brother. <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. Tugboat? Come on, man. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Bullet Club. Those dirty sons of bitches stole are too sweet, man. And they go around here. They Y'all whoop, stole whoop. it from New Japan first, though. No. Did we? I don't <laughs> did, did we? I don't, I I don't know, man. Doing it first, technically. Well, and and then, well, I got actual permission from the guys, man. So, but but from yeah. Anyway, that, guys, I'm I'm here to pitch my bitch about not being in the Hall of Fame again, man. Again, brother. And who's this guy, Tim? Tim, man. He's a producer of Dope Beats, and he's my friend. <laughs> Oh, that would explain it, then, brother. Uh, yeah, he he hit. He likes me. Don't I know how you feel about me? Don't beats, man. That what passes for 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 wrestling work these days, man. <laughs> That's who's calling shots now. Goddamn. I would say I apologize, but I'm not sorry. So, oh, I mean, it's fine, man. Could you make a beat for me and Snoop Dogg, my friend Snoop Dogg, man? That's my guy. He has never turned his black back on me, man. And he, you know, he's out there crip walking it up, man. And I can't do it because of my hips, brother. But if I could, I would, man. 
Oh, I've been thinking about changing from the, the red and yellow. Nah, I'm lying. Anyway, man, I just wanted to express myself. Thank y'all for giving me the chance to air my grievances, man. You're you're welcome, Hulk. As I'm always. in therapy, brother. You're not in therapy because you never did, go. Did, did somebody give him? I a have a podcast, though, man. <laughs> That's what I'm doing for my therapy, man. I'm just sitting alone with my thoughts and a word document, man. <laughs> just going kind of through. Is it? is it like Word 98 or something? Yeah. Oh. The clippy guy comes out, man, and he uh, asks yeah. me if I need help. And I do, man. I do. That's why I'm in therapy, man. Or that's why I'm doing the margins and your, That's why I'm doing the pod, man. So check it out, brother. Uh Hogan. Um uh You don't even know what it's called. It it's um Coking Coking with Hogan, man. Um it's me. It's me, my buddy Angel. You know, whenever he comes over, we just we fire up the, you know. Anyway, man, that's it. See you next week. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye, Hulk. Oh man, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> oh, shit. I hate him so much. Why, dog? What? What do you mean, why? I don't I'm know. It's stuck with the one, one getting berated. That's it, for, man. I I keep. Well, you never get yelled at. But I listen to it on the show, and I tell you, like you, you fun. never stick up for me. You always duck out. Just I'm let sorry, him get on the man. microphone. That should be. I, I know, I'll, 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 I'll do better next week. No, you won't. <laughs> I'll try to do better next week. You be taking a powder and stuff for getting in his powder. Oh my god, that Angel is a scumbag. Uh, you make like the scumbag. worst. Yeah, that kid sold me some pretty bad crack. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. All right. Oh, well, Damn, man. I mean, Tim, after yeah. that. After all that. Um, my, my question I have for you real quick before we get out of here. Yes. You mentioned something about a certain gentleman named Simon and what culture. From, yes. Didn't, didn't you have a, a, some Oof. kind of experience with him that you, I said, save it for the wrestling pod. And now we're here. I think I think I did. I mean, I think it had to do with the block party, right? Yes. Yeah. Being at the, being at the block party and and it was it was funny because so we're all up upstairs and and Tom and the boys are doing interviews and and um and 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 that whole sort of thing and and then uh, there's a group of maybe like five or six of the what culture guys there and uh phil i remember it was phil phil had a beer phil had a glass phil had a beer he he got kind of mouthy and he threw it down and glass shatters right damn okay and then tama just takes off after him boom running Mm. and that's the one i want chasing me they're running down the thing so i'm standing off to the side with um with tama and t's sister and we're just talking, just having conversation. And and then uh, Pops, Haku, was out mm-hmm. on Okay, balcony. I did see this. I did see this. Okay. So Haku's out on the balcony. and Most dangerous man in the business, by the way. <laughs> most dangerous man in the business. However, like, 
fucking the, sweetheart the of sweetest a man guy. dog. The sweetest guy. This I'm man, fucking, the way to be. I'm they, fucking love they, I'm cool, they, they, they're taking a, they're taking a family photo after everybody had left. Like the, the block party is done. We were just all hanging out, like shooting mm-hmm. shit. And they're getting ready to take a family. Somebody said family photo, you know, and everybody gets a family. I was like, "Ooh, I'll take it real quick. Like I'll be the guy. Oh, that takes wow. The picture, right? You were so that close to, to it. I go to take the picture and Haku goes, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, Tim, you get in this photo right now. You do anything that Haku tells you. And he just <laughs> grabs me with his just like bare paw of a hand and just pulls me in and just pulls me into this family photo. And I was like, this is like, it was just like the, it was my favorite. It's my favorite moment with him ever period. Mm. Like, and, and, and probably always will be, but I was like, that's so cool. Like I was like, Oh, I'll take the picture. And he's like, no, no, no. And he yelled at me, like yelled at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to take the camera. I'm like, okay, yes, sir. And then I like back up and then I like, you know, go over. It's there. like, he's bro, like, we he are in, me, he, he looks at me like, take the picture <laughs> he's like you're in the picture and i was like oh this is so cool but anyway so damn so the 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 fight the fight begins and pops comes tearing he because he doesn't know yeah. he, he hasn't yeah. seen anything he hears glass break comes tearing around the corner and thomas sister looks at me and she's like what the fuck she's like what's going on what's going on and i was like that is about to kill a guy <laughs> and i was like i go i go well i was like pretty i was like i'm pretty sure it's a work mm-hmm. and she goes oh okay and she goes does dad know it's a work <laughs> <laughs> and i go yeah 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 wait 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 oh, shit. Uh, yeah he's got an i'm sure he oh shit and just run taken off and we're like we got to stop this man before he kills somebody suffice to say we did not make it in time Mm-hmm. And and Mr. Simon Miller almost got his head punched the hell off his shoulders. So wow, that was kind of the I think I think that was probably the story that I was referencing. That, that I saw that video and was thinking like it's a work, but then I was like, I saw Haku's face and was like, oh, Haku does not know that it is a work, dog. Like, oh no, like, no, because no, no. Simon was just kind of like. I don't, I don't know what he thought he was getting, though. If you're in the same building as Haku and you're going to do a thing <laughs> where somebody's fighting um, and he's not going to get involved, bro. Like, that's he's known so he for that. Like yeah, that that glass hit the ground and he was around broke interview. Maybe right. he was somebody was interviewing him on the balcony and there was a wall. So you can say there was two ways out on the balcony or glass doors. But there was there was a wall, so he couldn't see what was going on. This man heard glass break, and within a second was tearing around the corner, just yeah. running at whatever was mm. going on. Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I was like, he's gonna kill him. God. Yeah, I, man, I've always that that same the well before that, like just you describing the picture. I would love to meet Haku and to have that moment where. You feel like you're in danger, but you're totally <laughs> not. Like I want him to like rib me to where so it's awkward. like, yeah, I want him to rib me like he's gonna fucking kill me and then it like not happen, you know? And then it's like, yeah, that's kind of like my weird, like whatever mark out fantasy that I have about Haku. Like and and I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. Um, because it's our show. I just need the okay from my partner here i'm gonna induct haku into the hall of fame he's he's a fucking hall of famer like 
I, I second that. All right. Yeah. I, will, I, I will third it, fourth yeah, it, yeah, fifth it yeah. all the but way. Welcome to the whole Haku. Get Haku in there, man. Put I know the why you're doing there. this for real, though, because I'm just waiting, waiting for somebody to come back and start yelling at me again. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh-huh. And so he's like, <laughs> no, 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 fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, which I mean, honestly, though, I feel like I feel like if we had Haku on the show, he would induct him. I feel <laughs> like he would induct him, and then we just have to sit there and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm we not just, gonna say anything. I just cross my fucking legs. Like, mm-hmm. all right. He'd be the one there. guy where you'd be like, "Hey, you know what? All right, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like right. comes yeah. through your yeah. fucking screen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, come on, dog. Like, he's <laughs> known for this, and yeah. and has the best. I mean, like you know, everybody loves a good fight story, and he has several of them. And so many. And mm-hmm. it would be different if he was like a jackass again. Like you would, you know, if he was a. I'm just gonna name a name. I don't know. Uh, JBL. There you go. Um, you know, <laughs> you like go, yeah, it's like a guy that you want to see get his face blown out. Sure. <laughs> but like hearing like stories of like barbarian being there with him and then you know and seeing the fight pop off and then look over and they're like, Aren't you gonna go help your friend? And he was like, Oh, it's only five guys. It's fine. He's good. <laughs> it's like no, only he's good. Five it's only guys. five guys over there. No, no big deal. No, he's all right. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, fucking throwing a guy out of the window. Yeah, living living legend in in every sense of the absolutely. Word. I, just wanna, I just want to. I just want to ensure that as a human. Yeah, I just want to ensure that he gets his flowers as well from from well, us. He, flowers received. Uh, Amen to that. So you call Amen. Haku when you get off the phone, get off with us, Tim, and be like, "Hey, you just got inducted into Rasselcast Power Hall of Fame. Just let him know." I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what. Next time that I do talk to him. Or see him, I will let him know he has been inducted into your nice. home. Okay, I nice. promise I will do that. Thank you. That quite the honor. I don't know when that'll be, but I, I will. I will make sure that I. Do. I have a feeling it'll happen <laughs> eventually, though, because you're in the family picture. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in the family picture. So, Tim, what what do you want to let the people know about you before we get on up out of her? Oh man, I feel like they probably know enough about me. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, uh, where can they find you is yeah. probably they the, can. Yeah, the there we go. Question. They can. Uh, if any of you would like to to follow me on any of the social media platforms, um, you can follow me on Instagram at no period name period Tim. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, which oh, is happy belated birthday, by the way. I just thank just you. Hit me. Hey. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Um, on Twitter, I'm uh, no underscore name underscore Tim because they won't let you use periods on your Twitter name. Yeah. And somebody has no name, Tim, somebody with no posts and and no followers. Oh, that's like, the worst. And I can't and I can't get it from them on both platforms. There is a B hyphen on Instagram and there is two photos of a middle aged lady at the beach. Right. And so, she hasn't posted in like 10 years. And I can't but, uh, uh, nothing I can do about it. <laughs> but uh but yeah you guys can follow me there. The Boom. I'm not too I'm not as active on Instagram as I used to be and my Twitter has honestly been taken over by by professional wrestling and people following me on there and contacting me on there and, nice. and that sort of thing, yeah, which is, yeah, which, which, cool. which I'm totally fine with. I really don't post a lot of my music stuff on there. Um, but um, yeah, listen, uh, listen to Kofi on Spotify, Apple music. Um, he's got a project that just uh, came out this man. summer. 
mm-hmm. Hundred Dark Nights. I'm on that. Um, yeah, you we've are. got we've got yeah we've got um, his his album on the label coming um, soon. Um, I think he's got a date for it now. I can't say it because it's his to say. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, listen to to Firing Squad. Uh, the the entrance theme I did for God on on all platforms. Subscribe um, to this man's YouTube channel and listen to his beats um, and buy some yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah. I got a, I've got a, I've got an instrumental EP on all platforms too. Yeah, called, you do. Nin- called 1984. It's based on my love of like 80 cents and and mm. movie soundtracks and scores. Um, and and yeah, be looking out for uh for some new wrestling themes uh, soon. I get asked by by a lot of people very frequently. Um, if I have done more themes, yes, I have. Am I working on more themes? Yes, I have. It's well, all you, time. You ever need a rapper? It's all time. It's all time. It's all time. in this business. So very yeah, famous, yeah, but very dope. I will totally hop on there and rap for you, Tim. Just I got. Let me I know. got you, man. I got you, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so those are pretty much uh, my my little my little mini plugs for there you go. For all, the, for all the wonderful listeners here of the uh, Wrestlecast Power Hour, I'm so I'm so glad you you were here, man. We had a lot of fun. It the was door, I mean, it, it was an honor. It was an honor to be here with you guys. I had a, I had a blast. The door is always wide open for returns. Mm-hmm. There's only been one guy who has been excommunicated, <laughs> um, and it's not Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> so. Um, well, I'm 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 always I'm always here, you know. I'm always a uh, always a phone call away. I'm always down to talk wrestling and, and and anything like that. And and if 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 the the world opens back up to a certain extent a little bit, the the plan was to go to or is to go to Wrestle Kingdom this year. So mm-hmm. um, would love to talk to you guys about that if and when it happens. Oh. If if I don't have to quarantine for two weeks before, yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the drag. If if it gets to a point where it's like uh, you don't have to quarantine, come on, man, you guys just had the Olympics there. Like, just let's watch wrestling. There, but no, it seeing what seeing what the boys had to go to, they just went back to Japan for to you know kick off the G one and everything. Mm. Talking to them, and it's oh, we've got a you know we've got X amount of days in the hotel, and then we've got a quarantine for another eleven or whatever it is at the dojo. So it's like. Oh they've been there for they've been there Ooh. since the first and have been in quarantine ever since so I, i'm like man i can't i can't pull that trigger to to come over there so it, it, it's yeah. a lot it's a lot so um, a hopefully it opens back up and we can we can discuss that show um in the in the somewhat near future but I, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. To do we'll that. do that away from the marks not in front of the marks there we go <laughs> but yeah but any other time dude guys i'd be i'd be happy to jump on here so Excellent. thank you again for no sure. problem, Tim. I've just followed you on on both the platforms, and uh, I'll be uh, hopping that. Uh, um, well, I kind of am already following the music on uh, Spotify because, again, it's great li- weightlifting music. It's very, very great. Appreciate uh, that. Good, good Appreciate for timing. That. You know. Yes. Um, yes. I love <laughs> Beautiful. It. Our secretaries will see you out. Handsome right. Bane. You have anything else that you want to tell these sweaty marks before we? Depart? No, uh, I say homework for next week. Uh, to f- find out what it's like to uh, love a woman, uh, <laughs> not just her body, but her mind uh, and her spirit. You know, that's okay. that's going to be the homework. You sweaty marks, don't fail me. I'm going to try this one more time before we get out of here. 
The best wrestling podcaster is, the best wrestling podcaster was, and the best wrestling podcast ever will be. I got it. He's been thinking about this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I've been so distracted. Wrote it down. I'm like, yeah. I did. I totally wrote it down. Fucking. <laughs> his soul sorry, was bro. heavy. I'm sorry. You redeemed yourself. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. I got excommunicated at the end of the last episode. So. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I, if I get the guest, can I still be your co-host? He's like, I guess. Suppose. You can find Behyphen at Behyphen on Twitter and The Behyphen on Instagram. Follow Handsome Bane on Twitter and Instagram at ILA underscore POW. The Russell Cast Power Hour is a hyphen podcast group production. Smell your latest sweaty marks. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?